I swear this this church gathering looks different every week. <laughs> it totally does. But that's right. Do I? Oh, keep, I thought you said keep showing your toes. <laughs> what? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> well, welcome to Legacy City Church, everybody. We're gonna get this party started. I'm just like. You know, as much as I want to, I'm a sociable person. I like to just go talk with everyone, but we'll never get anything going if we just keep doing that. So we are going to ramp this thing up and move forward. We're going to invite the presence of God. But before we, before we do that, he's already here, by the way, just in case you didn't, didn't know that. The Spirit of God is here. If you're a believer, you carry him everywhere you go. You are a vessel of the Holy Spirit, Amen. and you are a living gateway. Fling wide the gates wide those everlasting doors that the king of glory may come in you are a carrier a vessel of the holy spirit so really it doesn't matter if if you walk into a room and you feel like is the holy spirit here well, you don't need to ask that question because you brought him in so you could automatically answer your own question he is here because i brought him in anyway that was a side note we're going to do some announcements really quick that was for free okay that's great. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have communion this evening, but we're going to do that at the end of the meeting just as a response to the word of God. Um, I really just believe that God wants to do what he loves to do. He wants to break in on us. He wants to touch his sons and daughters. He wants to heal. He wants to deliver, and he wants to save. It's just what he does. It's not even a question of, of if. You know, he's going to do something in the room tonight. All we have to do is just open up our hearts and lay our lives, <clears throat> excuse me, lay our lives down before him in worship and just minister to him and he will come and do whatever he wants to do. So with that said, some announcements, you guys ready? This is really important. So if you're gonna be in Bremerton next week, I hope you take notes. We have our friends, Jeff McCracken and his wife Roxanne, I believe his wife is coming. Jeff sent me a prophetic word last Sunday morning. I shared it with the church. I'm not gonna share it again now, but we just felt like after reading that to the church and sharing it and just kind of just chewing on it a little bit, we felt like it would be really awesome if he was free to have him come and release that word over us and unpack it even more. It was a word regarding this Issachar anointing. <clears throat> not gonna go into that, but we just felt like it's it's a word that we want to receive and it's a now word so his schedule just happened to be open this coming sunday and then he wouldn't have anything until next month and we were thinking we didn't really want to put it off as much as we didn't want just one week to let people know about it um, but you can read up his little uh bio there that i have i kind of trimmed some things out they lead a church in longview washington it's the rainier assembly of god church he is a prophet I would say to some he's a prophet to some maybe not but he's prophesied over us before in fact when we were doing our school of ministry through Bethel <clears throat> not at Bethel but through another church doing the online version of BSSM uh, he was one of the speakers that would weekly come in and, and share stuff through our zoom time and he prophesied over every student in the room that was in McMinnville which was about 25 people and then there was like six or seven of us in our living room. And he even let us sneak in our daughter, Emily. She was able to get in and she wasn't a student, but he gave her a word too. <clears throat> he is just like a machine gun with prophetic words. <laughs> <He> totally is. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say, if you came for the Bethel students and you're like, yeah, they didn't, you know, you were kind of wondering if you, your shirt was red enough or you know, you have a bullseye uh, painted on you. It doesn't matter with Jeff. He's gonna come with a team of students 
he said it could be anywhere from five people up to ten people. It, he just doesn't know for sure. He had to talk with his team. Um, he has a school of supernatural ministry, the Northwest SSM, that he started, and as well as healing rooms, but he requires his students to go out on a mission-type trip, so he's going to bring some up. So next Sunday, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're excited. Um, yeah, invite friends if you're going to come and you want to invite somebody that's never received a prophetic word before. This would be a great time. You guys good? So yeah. You need to take a screenshot in case you forget. No? Okay, I'll probably send out reminders. Now, this next announcement, we have not had any feedback yet, so we're just going to pop it up there again. We intend on doing water baptisms on Easter Sunday. If nobody wants to get baptized or hasn't been and isn't ready yet, then we'll just put it off. You know, maybe we'll wait until uh, Pentecost Sunday. That's like a one-year anniversary for some people in the room. Um, but anyway, if you want to be water baptized and you haven't yet, or if you want to be rebaptized, this is an opportunity to take that next step, level up, do what Jesus said to do. He said, whoever believes in me and is baptized, they shall be saved. I'll make a quick note, mention, Baptism is not a requirement for salvation, even though Jesus said, whoever believes in him and is baptized shall be saved. In the next breath, he said, but whoever does not believe will not be saved. Okay, so, so baptism is a step of obedience to Jesus, and it's a secondary step upon believing, but it's not a requirement to be saved. What happened with the thief on the cross, just, just to clarify this, if you're kind of having a theological debate in your mind right now, Thief on the cross, he didn't have time to get baptized. What did Jesus tell him? Today, you will be with me in paradise. Okay, there's that announcement. Wednesday nights, we will probably quit doing this uh, every Sunday announcement. But just so you guys know, we do an evening uh, gathering on Wednesdays. And the initial purpose was just for prayer because it was just Tammy and I, and then Tammy and I and Jill, and then Tammy and I and Jill Barbara, and then just kind of a handful. and. Christians started coming, um, but we felt like our training night that we would add to the week, creating a really heavy week for us um, with work and family and everything, we thought we would try to squeeze in the training time into Wednesday nights. We think we can do it, right, Barbara? It's, it's doable. <laughs> this is going to require anyone who comes to have an expectation that we're going to kick it off right at 7 o'clock. Like, we're going to maybe 703 or something we're gonna we're gonna start worship like within the first five minutes after 7 p.m that way we can accomplish worship and uh, some intercession and then go into the training time so and if you want to know what we're going to launch into this coming uh, not this wednesday this wednesday is going to be one more wednesday night of just um Worship and intercession. There's Jill. Hi, Jill. I, sorry, I shouldn't do that to people. Sorry, Jill. <laughs> Speaking of prayer warriors, um, so this she's here just in time to hear this. So um, we are going to have one more Wednesday night of prayer and intercession only. And then uh, April 13th, we will be having worship prayer, and we're going to launch into this. So if you're going to buckle your seatbelt, here's our little class training time. Each and every one of us is a beacon. We are a light on a hill. And we're going to stop hiding ourselves and not letting our light shine. The tactics of the enemy 
are going to pull you into the two extremes. Many believers don't understand how the spirit realm affects them. Satan is not at war with God. He's at war with us. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. We live out our days until the Lord takes his beloved home. I'm not gonna fight in the flesh because the flesh is not powerful for the tearing down of strongholds. We are displacing the spirit that has been here. We shift the atmosphere by not partnering with it and releasing a military move of the opposite. No matter what it is, do what you can to stay on the seat of love, to discern from the heavenlies what strategy do we need to release. And you are going to see regions bow, nations bow. And we're not gonna be cast out because we still are bringing something the world needs. So shifting atmospheres, it's a course on spiritual warfare and it's gonna be awesome. Each session is about 20 to 25 minutes long. So at the end of our worship and prayer time, we will watch the video and we'll have a more abbreviated discussion time than what we were doing for our Friday night classes. But, but we'll still get to the, you know, we won't be disappointing you, Barbara. I know you're like, <laughs> that's your favorite part. We have that discussion time. So with that said, why don't we stand up? You know, she said something in that little video clip about uh, a, mili a military move, like, like rising up as the, the warriors of God and ready to take hold of the strongholds of the enemy and, and address, address the enemy, to shift the atmosphere, to displace the spiritual forces that have made strongholds in our region, in our families, even in our own lives. So it's gonna be an awesome time. And right now we get the opportunity to make some declarations. So how many of you already know that the power of life and death is in the tongue? So because of that, the Bible encourages us to be careful with our words, right? We should, we should um, place the things that come out of our mouth in a, in a high value in our lives. We shouldn't just, you know, be okay with being flippant all the time. Yeah, I'm not saying, you know, that every word you speak, you gotta be so like walking on eggshells about. But, but as you grow in your understanding of the power of your words, you're going to realize that your words, God, God designed you and wired you so that you could hear his voice and, and discern what he is doing in the heavenly realm and allow that to come in and through you and be released through your mouth. Yeah. So Jesus, as an example, didn't think his way out of the wilderness, right? When he was being tempted by the devil in the wilderness after fasting for 40 days, he didn't just think his way out. No, he spoke and he declared the word of God. So it's important for us to learn and understand the power of our words. So we're gonna kick off this worship time this evening with making some declarations. Are you guys ready for it? All right. And, and remember, don't be shy. But let just, I just speak freedom over everyone tonight. Just yeah. let, your, let your vocal cords be released. Yes. Let the power of God just come in and just shake who you are and, and be released through your voice. So here we go, you guys ready all together? All right, Father God, Today, we are believing you for heaven opened, earth invaded, storehouses unlocked, miracles created, dreams and visions, 
angelic visitations, declarations, impartations, and divine manifestations. Anointings, giftings, and calls, positions and promotions, provisions and resources to go to the nations, souls and more souls from every generation, saved and set free, carrying kingdom revelation. Yeah, thank you, Father, that as I join my value system to yours, you will shower favor, blessings, and increase upon me so I have more than enough to co-labor with heaven and see Jesus get his full reward. Hallelujah. All right, let's worship you. the king of kings lord you can have it all you can have it all all our love our heart god all that we have you can have it all we just ask you god to show us and to teach us how to give it all to you god as we surrender to you every day god thank you god that every morning your mercies are new for us god and we just give this day to you we give you this evening, God, and we just invite you to come in, Lord, and touch every single heart in this place, God. Touch every heart, God, as we open up to you, Lord. We invite you to have your way tonight. We came together tonight, Lord, to worship you, to love on you, to adore you, and to sit at your feet, God, and to receive from you what you would like us to receive this evening, God. So we just open up to you tonight, God. We cast all our cares upon you tonight because we know that you care for us, God. We cast it all upon you tonight, God. And we just say you can have it all. You can have all of our troubles. You can have all of our, our desires, God. Everything, you can just have it all, God. We trust you with it. We trust you with it, God, and we just ask you, Lord, to increase our faith tonight so that we can continue to trust you, God. You said that if we have faith just the size of a mustard seed, God, that we can move mountains, God. So we just ask you, God, just to keep us steady, God, in you, God, to keep our faith firm in you, God. But tonight, God, we just want to give you the sacrifice of praise, God. We want to give you the praise that is due your name, God. Whether we're whispering, whether we're shouting from the rooftop, God, we give you praise from our hearts, God. We give you praise from our body, which is an instrument of righteousness, God, an instrument of praise and worship. You deserve all of the worship tonight. Whether we're sitting or standing, God, our heart cries out to you. And we say, glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name, Jesus. We invite you tonight. Join us tonight, God. Sup with us tonight, God. Break bread with us tonight, God. We came here for you, God. 
We came here for you, God. We came together as a body, God, to bless you, to worship you, God. God, you inhabit the praises of your people. And every time you inhabit our praise, God, you strengthen us. We leave, God, in the fullness of joy because of your presence, God. We thank you for the joy. We thank you for the new peace, God, that you're giving us, God. We thank you, God, for the victories, God, that we are about to encounter in our lives because of you and because of your presence, God. We praise you for the victory. We praise you with our song. We praise you with our worship. We praise you, God. We're not ashamed to praise you, God. We're not ashamed to worship. We're not ashamed to shout hallelujah. We're not ashamed to say glory to God in the highest. We're not ashamed to cry out with your holy angels who cry out day and night. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. Holy is the Lord. Worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised even when we don't feel like it, even when things don't feel like they're working out, even when we're having a tough day, we give you all of the praise. We give you all of the glory, God, because we know our breakthrough is coming, God, because you inhabit the praises of your people. We praise you, God, and thank you for breakthrough. God, behold your people here tonight. Behold your people, oh God. Behold every single soul, every single heart here tonight, God. Behold your people as we behold your glory tonight. You are worthy, so worthy. God, we bow down to you tonight. God, we bow down. We worship you. We bow down, God. We cast it all down, but God, we lay it down. We lay down our crown. We lay down our pride, God. We lay it all down, God, and we just empty out. We just empty out everything, God, and we give you permission, Lord, to fill us up tonight with your glory. We give you permission tonight, God, to come on in, to fill us up, to overflow, God. We ask for an overflow tonight, God. Overflow, 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 overflow tonight. Even in the young ones, overflow, overflow. God, you prepare a table for us before the presence of our enemies. God, you give us permission to partake, God, of what you prepared for us so we eat tonight at your table. We eat tonight at your table, God, a table you prepared for us, and we praise you. We worship you, God. You're worthy. You're holy. You're marvelous. You're wonderful. There's no God like you. There's no God like you. In heaven or earth, nobody can find a God like you. Who is like the Lord? Strong and mighty. Strong and mighty. Full of mercy. Full of grace. Who is slow to anger. Who makes all grace abound to you. Thank you, God. 
Every soul tonight, God, touch. Touch, touch, touch. We invite you to touch them. Your fire, God, consume every single heart tonight. Those that are broken, God, we invite you to fill, to touch, God, to mend every broken heart, to mend every wound, God, to touch every part that is hurting. We ask you to touch tonight. Have your way tonight. Thank you for connecting and joining with us tonight, Lord God. Thank you. We thank you. Have your way tonight. Have your way. Behold your people, God, your people. Behold your people. Thank you. We love you, Lord. We love you. We love you, Jesus. We love you. Have your way tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just give him praise, God. You guys, give him praise. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, God. We give you glory and honor and blessing, praise, dominion. It all belongs to you, God. It all belongs to you. We just declare over our lives tonight, God, we belong to you. You purchased us with your precious blood, Jesus. We purchase you. And we purchased you. You purchased us. <laughs> we can't purchase you. <laughs> There's nothing on earth or in the universe that could even come close to the value of who you are, God. We praise you. Praise you, God. I want to invite um, our ministry team up. If, Especially if you feel like you have a word. If you're not feeling like you have something tonight, I'm going to just ask a couple of you to come up. So... Like Barbara, I'd like you to come up. This is what we're gonna do, guys. We're just gonna have some of our ministry team. Hey, Burroughs, would you guys come up too? Either both of you or one of you, I don't care. Whoever's more prophetic. <laughs> I'm you better both come up now. You better both come up. Alex and Mariah, you guys are welcome to come up too. If you've gone through our prophetic class and what we're gonna do, we're just gonna take a minute and we're just gonna stare at you guys, okay? We're not going to make you feel uncomfortable. We're just going to, sorry, we're not going to stare, but we're just going to, we're just going to look over the room and uh, if we just want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So Pam, you as well, Judy, um, if you guys want to come up, it's up to you. If you're comfortable, okay, just grace, peace, it's, it's good. Um, I just, brief, I want to briefly share, so I'm going to go to this side of Tammy, just spread it out a little bit here. Um, I just want to briefly share a testimony and then I'm gonna just release, so you guys, while I'm sharing this, just kind of just see what God shows you, if it gives you something for anyone. Uh, about a week ago, a week and a half ago, I was delivering mail to a customer's house, and as I was putting mail in the mailbox, I just saw in my mind a, a picture of a chart, like in a doctor's office, of the full human body. And highlighted in the middle of the chart was the whole intestinal section and it, the best way I can describe it is you know what a soft serve ice cream cone looks like when you have it upwards well if you were to take the ice cream off and turn it upside down it was like right there that whole 
all of the guts going out. So I don't know. I didn't know what that meant. I just was like, okay, I'll just take it and pray about it. Um, yesterday, when I was delivering mail to this customer's house, um, he came out. He often comes out and takes the mail from me, and he's a very friendly guy, really awesome customer. You should be friendly to your mailman, by the way. Just, just saying, especially if you're Christians, you know. <clears throat> Don't look at them all grumpy like, did you bring me bills? Yeah. He came out the door, and um, I was just feeling, it was like God dropped it on me again. He just was like, boom, that picture. And I just broke it open to him. I said, hey, this might sound weird. Um, I'm just, if you got a minute, I just let him know I'm a pastoral mailman. And as a pastoral mailman, I, I, I try to hear God's voice as a regular practice. And the other week I came to your door and I, I told him everything. And he said, well, that's really wild um, because he had just gone through cancer treatment in his colon and he was free and clear of it which thank, thank you, Jesus, you know, they, they were able to, to deal with it, but he has this ongoing issue of the scar tissue from the radiation. And so I, I just, I believe when God shows us a picture, like a word of knowledge, he gives us a word of knowledge, he highlights a body part, he does that because he wants to heal that thing. He wants to heal it. So I'm just gonna say right now, if you're in the room with a kidney issue, I saw that same chart and I saw a kidney highlighted. If you have issues with kidney stones or pain in your lower back that's kidney related, you don't have to come up, just stand up and we're gonna release that word. And if it's nobody in the room, I'm good with that too. So it's nobody in the room. Anybody down here? You guys are all good, your kidneys are all good. Okay, okay, well. My guy on my route, um, I just released that word over him. I declared the full healing that he needs in his body, and he received it. Um, but it's that easy, guys. God wants to show you. He wants to speak to you and me. You and I are kings and priests. We are a royal priesthood of all believers. It doesn't take someone who has a healing ministry to go take the goodness of God and release healing to somebody who needs it. All we have to do is be sensitive to his voice and be ready to declare and release what he's put inside of you to give away. So I'm just gonna pass this down. have a prophetic word but there's something that's been coming up in my life a lot in the last few weeks and it's like really the purpose of worship and it's okay as you know we become where we put our attention so when we worship and we focus on Jesus Holy Spirit and Father that is how we become Jesus. That's how we bring Jesus into our hearts. That is how we manifest him in our lives. The more we focus on Jesus by worship, the more we become like him, the hungrier we become. The more we become like Jesus, the hungrier we become. And it's just an ongoing building cycle. Hopefully the goal being that at some point you can't tell 
our hearts from that of Jesus, that we just take that out into the world and we change the world. We don't necessarily even have to say anything to anyone, but just by our presence, we change atmospheres. We bring people to Jesus by manifesting him in our hearts. It just absolutely blows me away. It just blows me away. It's just uh, it's such a simple thing. Uh, what I've also learned about that is that we all go through different seasons and sometimes they seem abundant and we have direct communication, we're hearing things and seeing things and then sometimes it feels like there's a drought. But during those times, I think that we're tested to see that our strength, that, that builds our faith and our focus. We're, we, we know, we know, I know, the Lord is still there. He's still there with us. Maybe we're kind of cut off in communication for a while, but that in and, in and of itself is a communication. It is a communication to have hope and faith and to yet still hold him in our hearts. Through these, like, maybe what would seem like uh, thin, dark times, is those times when we hold Jesus in our hearts, we continue to feel joy and that we still manifest that in the world. For me, what I've learned, I would like to release that in this church. I would like to release that in every single person in this room, in our community. And so I release a fresh, baptism of fire on every person in this room. Hold out your hands. Hold out your hands and receive this baptism of fire, the power of Almighty God and Jesus, that you love Jesus, that Holy Spirit comes to rest upon you, communicates with you. I release greater communication in any form with our Lord, new forms, whether it be a word, uh, a signal, a sign, a, a, a word of knowledge, a feeling in your body, any, there are hundreds, thousands of ways he communicates with us. Just be aware he is there communicating all the time. Receive this word. Okay, cool. Um, just, I just was feeling like actual, not like I have a word for so-and-so, but like I literally have a word, like one word. Um, Judy, I was just feeling God's heart over you and just that he's pleased with your faithfulness. That was the word I just kept getting for you as I was just kind of praying over the room, like you were like faithful, faithful. So anyway, I think he's just pleased with your faithfulness. So like, I feel like that, what, you know, that Papa's love, the Father's heart over you is pleased. And Pam, I know there's uh, been a lot of transition in your life lately. I just kind of felt the tender, loving compassion and comfort of God over you. Like just that gentle embrace. That I, I don't know how that, you know, just in, a, in my mental picture is he just really wants to 
come into some of those places that are newly vacant and really meet the needs that only he can meet in a deeper way. Because sometimes, just speaking from experience, from losing my dad, you find out that a human filled a lot of spaces that actually God was supposed to fill. And so I feel like there's a transition happening and God just wants to like lovingly, like hand in hand, lead you into this new season of a deeper intimacy with him. But he just, I just feel the tender love, like the lover love of God for you. So, and Christian, I have no idea what's going on with you. I haven't seen you in so many years, but I just felt like joy for the next season and for the next chapter. I have no idea what that means. Uh, I don't know what that looks like or what's on the horizon, and you might not either, but I just felt like there was kind of an excitement and a joy and an anticipation for what's coming next. And I feel like God, I feel like the Holy Spirit was like, I'm really excited about what's coming next, Christian. You're going to really like it. You know, so I just felt like he's excited. So I just got a little, little taste of that. So, and then this giant clan over here, which I am loving. I love it. I love it. I know. And the precious sounds of life and joy coming over there. I just felt like it reminded me of a, like an actual Bible clan, like a tribe. Like we all talk about, well, that's my tribe. You know, those, those girls are my tribe. No, like I feel like you guys are this tribe and God wants to just bless you guys as that, that he honors the love connection that you guys have to each other because it's so rare and it's so powerful. It's just so incredibly powerful and it's contagious and it's, think, it's something that a lot of people in the world don't have. And um, anyway, I just wanted to bless you guys because I feel like God's so pleased with just the heart that y'all have for each other. So I'm getting ready to feed back. So anyway, that's all. I have something. The beautiful sister in the red sweater. Um, as I was standing here, I just see a gentleness about you. I see your smile and I hear two scriptures. I see a rise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is rising, rising upon you. He says thick darkness is over the people, um, but the Lord is rising upon you and his glory is all over you. Your smile, I also see, I see a couple of things. Um, let your light so shine before men for they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. You have been a light to people and probably don't haven't realized it. Your smile, your gentleness, people has, has, have found you as a source of comfort and you probably didn't even realize it. And God says that um, he'll be like a, an oasis of water for you in the desert, that he hasn't forgotten all your kindness that you have released to people in seasons from long time ago god wants to um, refresh you as you have refreshed others i saw a bouquet of roses and i heard the lord say i love you and i appreciate you amen the young man right there in the black shirt as you were praising you got on your knees a heart of worship, fire of God. And um, I know there's scripture that talks about um, how our, in Hebrews, how our God is a consuming fire. And he's beginning to light you up. 
the world has not begun to see the fire of God in you. But um, I just see him taking you to this next level, this next level, like just sold out for Jesus. Not many has heard your voice yet, but I hear a shout from the rooftop. I could see you shouting. I could hear your voice praising God like you've lost your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, your, your, your fire is contagious, okay? God is showing me that you are influential, okay? You might not feel like you're making a difference or like nobody's really listening or paying attention to you, but people are paying attention to you. And, and I think in this new season, next season, people are going to pay extra attention to you and your words are not going to fall to the ground. The power of life and death is in your tongue. As you begin to speak and release, people are going to catch your words. You're an encourager. You are. You're an encourager. And um, your worship is beautiful before the Lord. It's like sweet incense to him. It is. It is. In Jesus' name. Who else? pastor's daughter over there sometimes I blank out Isabel I was gonna call her Emily I'm so sorry Isabel God is stirring you up in your belly there is a stirring going on inside of you and it's something like it's so beautiful about you you're quiet and meek but your love I just see God's love his love is just burning in your bosom He's putting his love in your heart, shedding abroad your heart, and people are drawn to that. And uh, I just see God surrounding you with new friends that are going to pour out love on you. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. Very special relationships and friendships. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name beautiful that's what I see in here hmm. anybody else just raise your hand <laughs> that's what I got my goodness Mariah God Mariah I see leadership all over you you're just like you know, I don't hear you talk that much, but I know you talk, right? But you're beautiful. I feel like the Lord wants to tell me you're a leader and you're beautiful, knockout, gorgeous. You know, for some reason, he, he wants you to know that you're beautiful on the inside and out. And you don't have to do nothing to change yourself because God is doing a great and a marvelous work inside of you. He said he's going to finish and complete the work. So all you got to do is be you, keep smiling, keep shining, and keep walking forward. And the Lord is doing a work in you, a marvelous, wonderful work. But you are a leader. You are the head and not the tail. You don't follow anybody but Jesus and your husband. Amen. Amen. That's what I got. 
actually I have a word for both Mariah and Alex is that God is so pleased with your faithfulness that he, he is, wants to show you favor. Your life is going on fast forward and there will be increase and abundance and almost every level you can think of spiritually, financially, family, everything across the board, everything you think of, everything you, your heart's ever desired, it's ready to come to fruition. God is showing you favor in a big way. So, guys, let's get used to, this is the only way it's going to happen. I got to get our team up here without a word to look over everyone to hear what God's highlighting. So, it's a lot easier when you come up. I can probably have any one of you come up in front here, and I guarantee you'd have a word for someone here. I can just see it. I see on you, sir, you're just like a solid rock. You are a firm foundation in your marriage. There's grace all over your wife. Grace and mercy, I just see it on her. This does not take a prophet to, to declare these things. It's just we have the spirit of God in us and resting on us, and he just speaks. He does, English is not his number one language. He's just talking. He's, he's impressing. I just saw a new integrity. I mean, you already got a word there. I don't remember your brother's name, but... Matt, that's a good name, man. I'd have to look it up and see what it means. It's probably something really awesome. But you're just integrity. I heard the word integrity. And I just feel like the, the patriarch of this tribe, Chris, man, God is, I, I saw as these guys were just blessing everyone here with words, I just saw a picture of, of God holding you, not like going back to your birth, but just holding you like a little, a little child in his hands. And he's just going, just breathing life, that ruach, breath of God into you. And I just, I heard before that a new season. You guys are, you're entering into a new season. He has a new season for your whole family. There is something new. He is all about new things, new life. Behold, all things in the past are gone. The new has come. I mean, that's just what he's about. He's all about renewing, renewing. So I just see renewal happening on your family over your lives. And we just, we just want to bless you guys with that. that. That's his heart for you. And I felt like the scripture from Psalm 127 came to mind uh, for you guys. And you know the scripture probably really well. It says, behold, this is for both you and Sherry, behold, I'll say for grandma too, and your sister, all of you, just anyone take it if you want it. <laughs> Behold, children, if you have children in the room, this is for you. Children are a heritage. They're your legacy. They're a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. This is your reward, and we bless your reward. We bless them, and you may have watched them go through different seasons, but I'm telling you, God is on your family. He is on your tribe, not just yours, but on your siblings and on your parents. He is on. The favor of God is on you guys. Yeah, and that goes for you too, man. You're not just the in-law. They call, they call, some people will call you a son in love, yeah. not a son in law. So 
Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior. You are a mighty warrior, Chris. You might not feel mighty at times. You might feel like you're all over the place, but God says you're a mighty warrior, and he's placed these arrows in your quiver. I better get back to the word here. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed, blessed, blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. You, my friend, will not be put to shame at the gates. Well, actually, I've got to read it. You will not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. So when you talk to your enemies in the gate and they're like trying to, and whether that's a spiritual enemy or someone that's opposed to you, you're not going to be ashamed. You know who you are, whose you are, and who your arrows are, and you know who your tribe is. So we just bless you guys and bless you. You guys receive it? Everyone receive it? Is there nothing bad? You, nothing you got to, oh, and I can't forget Barbara, last one. And if you guys are feeling like you're done, done standing, you can if you don't want to stay. But you can stay if you want. We could just do this all night. So, Barbara, I just felt like the Lord reminded me of that scripture about those who wait on the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord. You're really good at waiting on the Lord, trusting in him. I just could see like a young eagle in you getting ready just to stretch out your wings because those who wait on the Lord, they renew their strength. They will run and they will not get weary. They will, they will walk and they won't faint. They will rise up. You will mount up on wings like eagles. The Lord is mounting you up with wings. You are, you are graced by his spirit to mount up into the heavenly realm and take a look at life from heaven's perspective. He's gonna show you. I believe that the new season was for like basically everyone in the room, but the new season he has for you, he's gonna mount you up with eagle's wings so that you can soar over your circumstances. And he's gonna speak to you what his thoughts are about every situation that you're in. Everything from, from living situations to physical health, to relationships, to provision, he has it all. He has it, he is a big God. I think that as you're flying and soaring in the spirit, that you're gonna gaze up and you're gonna see his hand and it's gonna just be like scary big because it's over you. He's sheltering you and shadowing over you. So we just bless you. We bless you, bless you, bless you. I don't have a word, but I just have an encouragement for you, Christian, that every whenever you step in this place, you come with that expectancy and that, like you're saying when the students were here, how it's like Christmas. Like you are like that every time you step in here and I just wanna say thank you for that and don't stop, like, because it's contagious. Like you can feel it and it's like, yeah, okay, what's happening? <laughs> so keep, keep showing up with expectancy, that's awesome, yeah. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> you take it? Yeah, so, so get used to that too. If someone gives you a word and you like it, just say, I receive that. I take it. Sometimes we have to vocalize. I'm not saying you have to, but sometimes it's helpful if we just vocalize and, and partner with what God's saying for you. you know, we have to receive it. Make it yours. Awesome. You got it. Wendy? It's Wendy. I see that, that God is showing you favor as well. He... he 
sees your gentle touch, your faithfulness, your compassion and mercy, and just you're just so filled with love and gentleness. And it is that which you receive from God. Jesus is holding you in his arms and just cradling you and you are safe, you are well. Again, you can have, and he will give you anything you ask for now. You have earned it, you earned it. And he wants to impart that to you. Make it quick. Set the timer. No, actually, I, sir, in the back, I didn't even get to meet you. I apologize. But as we're standing here, I felt like I know you were saying he is the rock of the family and of the marriage, and but I felt like also polar opposite of that. I really felt like God wanted to pour the oil of the Holy Spirit on you, like just you know, as they talk about the oil running down over Aaron and down his beard and onto the onto his cloak. I just feel like the that God wants to bring you into a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit and that intimacy and understanding the person of the Holy Spirit and um, just a reality of a deeper relationship. Like I feel like God wants to pour that oil and it goes down into our hearts and tenderizes and he just wants to massage your heart and just again it sounds like a new season it sounds like something different you know but again i don't know you but i just i keep seeing the oil of heaven just poured over you and that god wants you to just receive that and it's gonna all the abundance is gonna roll off on all of those that you're in contact with but for you i think there's a heart change coming i don't know what that looks like but i think the holy spirit is, an, is inviting you into a new adventure so Perfect. You guys good? Well, there's always uh, room for more of that when we're uh, wrapping up. We're going to move forward with, it, it's just getting good, guys, and it's going to get better, I guarantee, because we're going to take a time of communion in probably about 10 minutes. And I really believe that the Lord is going to minister uh, some breakthrough tonight in your life, in my life, and everyone here, you cannot go into the presence of God in worship and then receive the sacrament of communion without something shifting, something changing in your life. I mean, I suppose it's possible, but if you're, if you're, if you got the door to Jesus just barely cracked open, some light's going to get in. Something's going to come in. He's, he, he's, Jehovah Sneaky, he just wants to slip. He will, he will flood that room. And just a, a glimpse, just a glimmer of the light of heaven coming into the darkness of our, of our compartments will light you up. I, I believe that he wants to heal hearts tonight too. I feel like the Lord showed me a couple things in worship. I saw um, in my, just in my spirit, I was just seeing like an angelic presence releasing a taking a coal from the altar while we're worshiping. And it's interesting because it's the same song we had on Wednesday night in the same picture. And I wasn't even trying to think about it. I think there was something on that song that all the angels cry out, holy are you Lord, that song. 
but I just saw like an angelic presence grabbing a coal from the altar and releasing it over us. I feel like the Lord's saying that you might feel like you're a person of unclean lips, unclean in any way, and you live amongst a people. Yeah, we, we know, we live in a nation that's full of uncleanliness, right? But God is bigger than that. And he wants to take a coal from his altar and he wants to release that, that breaker, a release that removal of shame and false identity over your life. See, what he has to say about you and me is way different than what we think about ourselves in our situations. You might think that you're, you know, teetering all the time on the fence and displeasing God and then pleasing him and the back and forth. You, if you are in Christ, you are in the beloved, he's pleased. He's pleased with his son and your life is wrapped up in Jesus. And God's focus and intent is on the new creation life that is in you. You are a new person in Christ. You, the old you is dead. You have been crucified with Christ. You no longer live. Paul's not the only one that gets to say it. You have been crucified with Christ. Therefore, you no longer live, but Christ now lives in you. So let's just kind of soak in that for a minute and figure out what's next here. You guys, you just grab the microphone anytime, baby. Yes, ma'am. Gotta come up then. You gotta come up. Come on up, it's testimony time. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, I lost my husband in January. And, uh, Jesus. And, uh, I didn't know what I was gonna do financially. I mean, I have a, a part-time cleaning business and that helps to a certain extent, but um, God has been so good to me. I have received my husband's um, survivor's benefits. I have received his social security, which was even bigger than what he was getting. Um, I received, there we put in for Purple Cross, which is the death benefit that helps with um, funeral expenses and all that. I received a big check for that. He has just poured out and poured out and poured out to me. And I am so thankful and grateful. Things, I got things that I didn't even know I was going to get. So, thank you, Lord. Yeah, can we just pray for you? Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, Father, we thank you that you are taking care of Pam, Father, even more than she ever imagined. Father, we just ask that you continue to pour out your blessing on her, God, in every way, in every way, Father. God, you love her so much. God, and we thank you for her. God, we thank you, God, that you're surrounding her in every step of her way, Father. We just ask for more, Father, more of you for her life, Father. Yeah. I don't want to tie her up with the cord. 
Yeah, that is so good. You know, I know that with God there's no favoritism, but, you know, his daughters, I just, I wonder sometimes, you know. I'm not saying as a dad, you know, that I favor my daughters over my sons. You'll never know who the favorites are. I've told them all, don't tell your siblings, but you're my favorite. They've all heard it because I want them to always be wondering, you know, is he for real? So, you know, we take testimonies like what you just shared and what I shared about words of knowledge and any other breakthroughs. We, we take those testimonies and we want to we wanna declare the testimony of God. Revelation, I always forget it. I think it's 1911 or 1917. Somewhere in chapter 19, Revelation 19 says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So we feel like that means that when there's a testimony of what Jesus has done in someone's life, we can take that testimony and we can prophesy it because God wants to do it again. He's not a God of a one-time good deal. He is a God of over and over and over. What was the Hebrew meaning of the word testimony? Do it again. Yeah, so if you wanna have a fun little word search, we learned this in our healing class. Do a word search, look up in the Hebrew, the word for testimony, and that Hebrew word means do again do again. God is a God who, he, if, if you need a breakthrough in your life for a certain situation, maybe didn't get called out tonight, search for testimonies. Google it. I don't know what you'll find, but I mean, you might find a testimony. Put it on Facebook. Anyone have a testimony of certain kinds of things being healed or uh, relationships restored? Whatever the miracle is that you need for you or for someone else, and then get, take hold of that testimony and just release it, declare it. Because there, there is, there's, there's fire on those testimonies. There's anointing. God told the people of Israel to declare the deeds that he has done, to repeat and, and tell the next generation and the generations after that to, to continuously remind ourselves of the good things God has done. So when he's done something good, like provision, he's a good father and he's a good provider. He takes care of his daughters. So we just release that over every one of you in this room, son or daughter, that what, what you have being held up in whatever way, legal systems, or maybe you just don't even realize there's something coming to you that is owed you. We just, we pray and declare and release the Holy Spirit to move over that area of your life, to uncover it, bring it to the surface so that you will know what is yours to claim and, and to pull that in to your life. Forget not all his benefits. Forget not all his benefits. So we're gonna read a couple scriptures and then we're gonna go into communion. You guys good with that? You guys love the word of God? You love the Bible? You better say yeah. No, I don't like reading the Bible, it's boring. Says none of my kids, ever. They don't, seriously, I'm, not, I'm joking sarcastically, but they actually have never said that, that I know of. Okay, all right, I'm gonna move this out of the way. Um, so what we're gonna talk about tonight is, is one passage Last week, we, we uh, put this verse, this one verse of Ephesians chapter one, we put it on the plate, but before we got to, to even put it on the plate to plate the, the main meal, we laid out the napkin, the knife, the fork, the spoon, the glass of water. We laid out all of the, the parts on the banquet table, and then we finally took the slice of Jesus and put it on the plate. 
And we barely got a taste of it because it was really getting late fast, just like tonight. But we're going to go back. We're not going to reread all the same scriptures. We're going to look at one and we're going to look at Ephesians 1.3 because it's so power packed, guys. Faith comes by hearing, hearing through the word of Christ. The Holy Spirit wants to take the word of God tonight and illuminate it and release faith into your heart for some great things. Ephesians 1.3 tells us of a promise of God for every one of us who are in Christ. So let's take a look at the scripture here. We read this last week. This is the only one I thought, okay, we're going to keep that one. So 1 Corinthians 2, 12 through 13 says, What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. Just put your hand on your heart and say, I have received the spirit who is from God. Thank you, Father. Just give him thanks, guys. Never get tired of thanking him. Yeah, the spirit who is from God for a reason, lots of reasons. But one reason is so that you may understand what God has freely given you. See, God has generous, massive treasure that he has made possible for you and I to reach into and grab hold of and bring it from heaven into earth. All because of Jesus, because Jesus paid it all. And Jesus wants to receive the full reward of his payment on the cross. So I, I'm not even going to begin to describe the things that I've barely tapped into, but we're going to look at a few things so we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. Okay, let's go on. The next couple verses in that passage. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? It's a good question. Who has known the mind of the Lord as to instruct him? You know, that's an Old Testament passage. And oftentimes people will say, you know, well, they'll quote that whole passage and they'll apply it to our lives. You know, that God's ways are you know, not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. Who can know the mind of the Lord? You know, who? But the New Testament reality is, but we have the mind of Christ. You have Holy Spirit living in you. The Holy Spirit searches the deep things of God. He knows the thoughts of God the Father. He knows the thoughts of Jesus. He has thoughts towards us. The Bible, we've read this before, his thoughts toward you and me, they outnumber the little grains of sand on every seashore. That means his thoughts towards you and me are constantly moving towards you. The eyes of the Lord, in, in uh, Revelation chapter 14, I think, I might have it wrong, it talks about the lamb on the throne with seven horns and seven eyes, and the seven eyes are the sevenfold spirit of God released from the throne of heaven into the earth. So the spirit of God and the thoughts of, of heaven are constantly moving towards us. He cares about us. He has things that he wants to speak to us. There, there's nothing that you and I could face in this planet, on this, in this lifetime, that God doesn't have an answer for or a solution for. So we have the mind of Christ. I'd have you put your hand on your neighbor's head, but they might not, might not like you messing up their hair. But you could put it on your own head or theirs and say, you have the mind of Christ. Or, I, I have the mind of Christ. Yeah, 
I may have some areas of stinking thinking, you know, you and I, I'm not going to just like let you off the hook. You guys have some stinking thinking too. I have been around some of you and I know, I know how you think. My kids know how I think. They're like, you know, don't be a hypocrite, dad. Ethan's like, I don't know. Yeah, we can't be one way at home and then another way at church. Okay, but when I preach at home, they all walk and go to other rooms. So it's up to you if you really want to know the real me at home. So we have the mind of Christ. That is what God has given us. You have a new nature and you are a new creation in Christ. You've received the spirit of God, which gives you access to the very thoughts of God, the mind of Christ. It's powerful. The word of God is powerful, guys. So we're going to look at Ephesians 1, 3. And I just call this verse, this is our legacy. This is our inheritance. How many times do I got to tap the screen? There we go. Ooh, look at that. It just kind of faded in really nice. Believe me, it's tricky trying to figure these things out. You might think I'm techie, but I ain't that techie. So this is our inheritance. This is our inheritance, guys. Every spiritual blessing, every means every. There's not one that's left out. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished on, upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped into Christ. And this is why we celebrate him. This is why we worship. This is why we celebrate. He didn't just take away your sin. He didn't just give you a deposit, a little droplet of the Holy Spirit so that you're guaranteed to get into the gates of heaven one day when you die. So much more. He's given us the keys to the kingdom. He's given us access to his kingdom realm. I like using that word. Passion Translation uses the word realm a lot. It sounds kind of cool. It's the realm. It's the atmosphere. It's the realm. It's the territory of heaven. So we celebrate him. Another version, the Weymouth version, I read this last week. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has crowned us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ. So see, it's not just the passion that uses realms. But I like that version because it says that God is, our daddy God, our father, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ has crowned us. He has placed a crown. You can picture that however you want, but I'm seeing that he has put, crowns belong on royalty, right? Crowns don't go on slaves. We're not just slaves, we're not just dirt, we're not just worms, barely getting into heaven by the skin of our teeth with the smell of smoke still on us as we pass through. You have been given a crown, a royal crown of sonship, of daughters, that means you. Boys, that means you as well. Sonship, daughtership, some kind of ship. You've been crowned with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm. Did you know we read it, but did you know? Get it in. I got to get it in my thick skull. Did you know, Tammy, that your life is hidden in Christ, that you are, you are safe and secure in the beloved? I could just preach at you. This is kind of nice. I'm kind of liking it. But be careful. Might start kissing or something. <laughs> Your life and my life is hidden in Christ. 
There is nothing and no power on earth or under the earth or above the earth that can separate you from the love of God that is in Christ. You are the object of his affection. You are the reason Jesus came. You and I are the reason he gave his life on the cross, not just to get you into heaven, but to give you a new life, a new nature, a new identity, a purpose. The purpose of God is that you and I would do the same works that Jesus did, that we would destroy, I like that word, destroy under my foot, the, the works of the devil. So whatever is in your life or in your family or in your situation that does not look like heaven, it looks like something from the enemy is just trying to take a hold of something and bring death and destruction. You know, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. God has a solution for that. So it's, it's time for the church to, to wake up and realize who we are. The enemy is afraid of us knowing who we are. It's not all about us. It is all about him. But at the same, in the same breath, it is all about us too. Because your life is in Christ. So if you're in him and you are his body, well then yes, it is about us too. You can't escape it. You can't just excuse yourself from any responsibility because it's all about Jesus. No, you are his hands. You are his feet. He is our head. That, that means we have responsibility. That means we have a call to walk uprightly and to walk in his authority and walk in the new nature and identity that he's given you and me. To, to realize there is a crown of authority that's on my head. I have been crowned with access to every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Galatians 3.14 in the English standard says, he redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. All of the blessings, you can go through the Old Testament and read the blessings given to Abraham. Those blessings are yours and mine to grab hold of. If you're not sure about it, let's look at another verse. How many times do I gotta tap that screen? For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. If you're in Christ, all of God's promises are yes in Christ, then we get to say yes to the promises of God over our lives, over our family, over our circumstances. And so through him, we say the amen. The amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. See, it gives him glory. When we access what he has done, when we take hold of his promises, he gave them to us to grab. If we don't access the things that he's made available, we're wasting what he's given us. We don't want to waste anything that he's given us access to. So this is where we're going to land and we're going to take communion. Why don't you guys do this with me? Let's stand up and read this together. I want us to read this over ourselves. You guys ready? Ready to warm up your <clears throat> vocal cords again? Here we go. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, 
who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. See, you might have a job where you have a benefit package, but I'm telling you now, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords has purchased for you and I a benefit package that has no comparison to what any organization on earth can give to you. Where they can't provide that that financing for a surgery that only one place on the planet can actually perform with success, he's bigger than that. He's greater than that. We have an inheritance. We have a benefit package. We have complete forgiveness of sin, complete deliverance from demonic forces, complete access to healing in our bodies. That's probably the hardest one we face is going after healing. It's a mystery why we don't see that released quicker and in heavier, deeper measures. But that doesn't matter. Our experience won't define the word of God. We won't allow what we've experienced to to define what the word of God says. No, we want our situation to rise up in agreement with God's word. So we're going to take communion together, guys. I've asked the boroughs if they would... would, uh, serve you guys communion tonight and we're going to just what we're going to do is we're going to make space up here let me switch around you here buddy buddy what we're going to do we want to make space for healing and prayer to happen so if if you need prayer tonight what we're going to do is we're going to release everyone to come up and grab your communion elements and you can take it back to your seat but if you need healing in your body tonight, we're gonna have, ask you to stay up here with your communion elements. And then um, I would ask anyone from our healing class, is, that, that would be, yeah, you guys know who you are, to stay up here. If only one person comes up for prayer, then everyone else can be dismissed and Tammy and I can go for it or whoever wants to. Um, but this is what I wanna do. I, I just wanna, we're gonna have a time of a worship song going and I want you to take communion when you feel ready to take it. I'd like you and I together as a church, as a, as a family, to worship the Lord and to hold the bread and the cup before you and before Jesus and to declare the words of the song that we're gonna sing together. There's a powerful song that we're going to take communion with and I believe that some of the declarations, there's so much power, guys, in the declarations that we make. When we partner with heaven, we agree with heaven, the things that God has spoken and the things he's done, and we vocalize that and we partner with heaven by agreeing our yes and our amen, so to speak, to the promises of God. That is how we pull and access those things. So whatever it is in your life that you need, we all need a breakthrough. We all need maybe a measure of healing or strength or just something relationally healed even. No matter what it is, just take the communion elements tonight, hold on to it, and then we will um, just take it whenever you feel you're ready to take it at your seat. But if you're going to be up front, if you need healing in your body, in case you, I know you missed that part, um, we're going to ask anyone who wants healing to just Stay up here once you get your communion elements. 
Hold on to it. And we're just going to pray. We're not going to pray a loud prayer because the music's going to be going. We're just going to pray and release impartation of the Holy Spirit from us to you. We're going to grab a hold of the power cord of heaven and we're going to take the other hand and put it on you. And we're going to agree and bless what God is wanting to do, his will in your body. Does that make sense? Are you guys all good with that? Okay, so I'm going to put the microphone down and let's go ahead and come up and get your communion. If you need to stay up for prayer, you can just kind of come off to the side over here or over on the other side.
right, guys and gals. So we're officially going to dismiss anyone who feels they need to go. We don't want to trap you here. Um, but if you want to stay for prayer, for more prayer, um, we're not going to get tired of praying. If you need a breakthrough or healing in your body, in your life, if you need something in your heart healed, I felt like God wants to heal hearts. He wants to take the pain of things that have happened to you that you feel, still feel the sting of, and he wants, to, he wants to come and meet you in that place. So we're just going to be up here and take time. You're welcome to fellowship. Um, there's a delicious-looking cake over there on the counter. And uh, brew a coffee if you want, make some tea, hang out and visit as long as you want. So uh, there you go. Oh, yeah, and don't forget about next week. It's going to be good.